Hey guys, it's Kelly, and I want to welcome you back to the Unbroken Podcast. Still trying to process. Still feel like I'm dreaming. And I'm going to wake up and the real verdict is going to come in and it's going to be not guilty on all counts. I don't know if it's because I'm just not used to the bad guys losing and the good guys winning because that doesn't happen all too often. Or if I just don't have faith in the justice system because it's never worked in my favor. Um, you know, it's like really difficult for me. I actually bought a pack of cigarettes. I haven't smoked in three years. I was so proud of myself for quitting because it was like I bought a vape pen in October of 2018 and I was done smoking after that haven't had a cigarette since I actually didn't even have juice that had nicotine in it most of it was just it tasted good and it kind of helped with the I don't oral fixation part of it like the motions you know habit part of smoking but I'm really mad at myself that I bought it but I'm even more mad that most of my friends haven't yelled at me and talked some sense into me. And I'm not talking about the friends that uh, didn't know me as a smoker. I'm talking about the friends that I've known for over a decade that they should have yelled at me. But instead, they're like, well, if you go out and smoke, I'll smoke one with you. It's like, come on, guys, (laughs) talk me down off the edge. Um, I'm not on the edge, but you know what I mean? It's it's been a rough It's been a rough few days. I think one of the hardest things is, you know, the day the verdict came in, as I spoke about in my previous episode, I was so pissed at how the news was reporting it. And I thought like, okay, you know what? It's mainstream media. It's what they do. They downplay things. They don't use the right terms because... They don't want to talk about it. I mean, let's be honest. Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, their biggest mistake was taking pictures. And if they hadn't done that, I mean, nobody would even know who they were. It would have just been sex traffickers got convicted. And it's like, I sit here and I like watch the people on social media. And I watched a podcast the other, well, last night, I guess. And they were talking about, you know, sex trafficking. And that's in air quotes, by the way. Um, What they were talking about wasn't exactly sex trafficking. I'm not going to mention the podcast um, because it's just, it's not worth it. But, you know, they talked about like, they compared it to like the Hunger Games. Talking about kids being hunted in the woods, just like in the Hunger Games movie. And, you know, it's like, I have to sit down and wonder, like, did either of these two people talking about it ever think for a second that somebody that was actually hunted in woods would watch their podcast and what it would do to them, hearing them compare it to that movie, which is ridiculous. Like, it's not like six and seven-year-old kids up to teenage years that are being given a whole bunch of weapons with a whole bunch of people sitting in some, you know, place elsewhere watching it on cameras, you know, it's just that's not how it happened. 
That's not the trauma that I survived. And it pisses me off that people want to talk about it that way and that they don't want to accurately talk about what happens. I've spoken about the hunting that I went through and I know a lot of other survivors and their experience was very similar to mine. And I have the one episode titled The Woman. And there are some people that have connected the dots and figured out who she was. Um, I still don't want to say it. I I don't. I, I will when I'm ready to. But And it's like I'm trying to sit here and wrap my mind around how people can be so out of touch with reality. And how... Two people that haven't been trafficked and haven't been hunted can sit here and talk about it and act like they know a thing about it. I mean, one person said they talked about a video that doesn't exist and says that, oh, well, the police department that watched the video, they all had to sign waivers because they're not allowed to talk about it, but they told me all about it. Um, I thought they signed waivers. It's just, it's like, I feel like right now, sex trafficking is such a trendy topic. And I've seen creators on TikTok and Instagram. Um, I haven't really seen it on Facebook, but, you know, I don't really go on Facebook much. But it's like, they all of a sudden are celebrating sex trafficking, but they never really talked about it until the Glenn Maxwell trial started. And some of these people I was friends with on my old accounts before I took them down and lost them. And not a single one has ever even commented on one of my videos or liked a video. I don't even know if they ever seen them because if they did, they definitely went straight past them. But it's like I have a really good friend of mine. And I'm going to be doing an interview with her about how close sex trafficking ended up to her and talk about like how hearing my story helped her to recognize the signs. And I'm telling you, like, it's crazy how close to her it was. But she asked me, like, had any of these creators that are talking about it, why they've never asked to talk to me. And I, I don't know how to answer that. And I mean, I don't care if they do or not. I mean, I really don't. Half of them, I probably wouldn't even say, yeah, let's do an episode together. Because like, they're just so wrapped up down that stupid rabbit hole. And the rabbit hole, like, let's talk about that for a second. It comes from Alice in Wonderland, that term going down the rabbit hole. But what was down the rabbit hole in Alice in Wonderland? Not reality. I mean, I'm playing a game on my son's VR system right now called Down the Rabbit Hole. And that's what they constantly say. I mean, while I'm going through, it's like a storyline type of thing. But it's a really cool game. If you have a quest too, definitely get it. But reality isn't down there. The rabbit hole doesn't end. It's just never ending. And most of the things, they're not true. So it's like, why do people want to go down there? And it's like, why do you even make a video about something that the only 
things that you can get to back it up are blogs or are like satire sites. I've seen some people cite and I just, I don't get it. There are so many survivors speaking out right now. And the reality of what's happening to us is we're being cyber stalked and cyber bullied. It's from sock puppet accounts. It's from other traffickers that have found us. It's from our own traffickers that are pissed off that we won't shut up about what happened to us. And it's like the real survivors, the real stories are getting silenced. And the propaganda is the one that's getting the most shock and awe. And that's what people would rather have because it's like they don't give a damn about sex trafficking. They don't give a damn about it because they just want that shock and awe. Because, you know, if they really gave a damn, they talked to an actual survivor that survived the things that they're talking about. You can find them. It's not hard. We almost always use the hashtag sex trafficking awareness. So it's not hard to actually find true survivors. But, you know, I just can't help but sit and think to myself right now, This person I used to be friends with, I'd love to sit here and talk to her about the things that I went through, but she didn't want to hear it. None of them want to hear it. They want to continue to spew what gets popular or what's trendy. And it's sad. It's really sad because survivors and victims have to hear that. They have to hear the nonsense. And it's like, I've said it before, I started sharing my story because of Wayfair, because everybody was talking about sex trafficking. And at first, like I was so excited about it because I had felt so alone for years. At the time that I started sharing, it had been about four years that I've been sitting here knowing I was a survivor, feeling like I was the only one in the world that ever went through anything because nobody talked about it. I didn't realize common my story was and how like how many survivors went through it too i didn't realize that sex trafficking was what it was i'm tripping over my words i feel like but you know it's just it's propaganda is what it is and you always think that the propaganda comes from the media but you never think about It's spreading from the media to other people that think that they're sharing accurate information. But in fact, all they're doing is regurgitating conspiracy theories from a rabbit hole that's meant to just take you out of reality. I mean, that's what the rabbit hole is. That's what it was for everything. And yes, the conspiracy theories are conspiracy theories, but they're not true and yeah sometimes conspiracy theories end up being true but it's like I think I've said it before I mean I am so tired of hearing people say that the term conspiracy theorist was coined by the CIA in the 60s for people that questioned the assassination of JFK it actually was around way longer than that Research it. Look it up. You'll see it's been around for quite some time. And yeah, it was about questioning certain things that had to do with the government and things like that. But that doesn't mean that all conspiracy theories are true, especially Wayfair. 
That is a conspiracy theory. Pizzagate, a conspiracy theory. It's not true. Those things aren't true. They took something and they switched it around to make it look like it was something that it wasn't. So then that way people could sit here and say, well, the media is lying by saying that it's not true. But the thing is, Wayfair isn't true and Pizzagate isn't true. What Pizzagate actually was, was a parent trafficking their child to politicians and famous people. That's Pizzagate. That's the part that's true. But the torture chambers under a pizza place, yeah, that's not true. The emails, yeah, that could be, but there's also a thousand other things that those emails could be. But see, it's like you have to understand that sex traffickers don't want the truth out. And they are the ones that have the power. And they are, they're able to get these conspiracy theories out there that people are going to latch onto. It's like I saw a video. Oh, God. It was a while ago. Maybe six months ago. Of a girl sitting in her car. And she's like, oh, my God, guys. I'm so upset. I haven't even had a chance to take my mask off. I was nearly sex trafficked. A guy was following me and I don't know. She goes on with all this stuff. But it's like, okay. So she has like a million views in just an hour or two. And everybody's like, oh my God, you're so lucky that, you know, you weren't sex trafficked. Okay, number one, you were not nearly sex trafficked if a guy followed you in the store. Sex trafficking is not the act of being kidnapped. I mean, I think that's pretty clear from anyone that's listened to my story. Um, even if someone was kidnapped and put into sex trafficking, you, I mean, to sit here and say, like, the guy followed me in the store, I was nearly sex trafficked, it's, okay, you just want attention, or you just don't even know what sex trafficking is. But it's like, most people just believe it because it's the story that they hear and the story that they want to hear. Because what do you do if the only way to get sex trafficked is at a store? You don't go to the store alone. You make sure that you have mace on you. You make sure, you know, you keep yourself safe. And it, it makes you feel safe, but it's a fantasy that you're keeping yourself safe from. It's not the truth. But it's like, how many people... I wonder that watched that video, sat back and thought, okay, this woman was so terrified. She was nearly sex trafficked, but she's still in her car where it happened and she hasn't even had time to take her mask off. So exactly how scared was she? And I don't want to sit here and say she's a liar, but it's like when you sit back and you look at it and look at the big picture, it's like you're still in the parking lot where you were quote unquote nearly sex trafficked. You haven't even taken off your mask. The first thing you did was open up TikTok and make a video. I don't know. I've got doubts, but again, I don't want to say someone's a liar. Maybe someone did chase her around the store and make her feel uncomfortable, but you know, serial killers still exist. And sometimes people just kidnap people for the pure reason of kidnapping them. There's still some really crazy people in this world. Not everything is sex trafficking. And the statistics state that what she went through most likely was not sex trafficking because the kidnapping is not snatch or grab. 
sense. I mean, that happens. It happens more in other countries than here in the U.S. Um, the kidnappings are happening more often from what I'm hearing, but most of the time the kidnapping is exactly how I was kidnapped. It's somebody that grooms them for months. And whether it's through social media or like at their job, like what happened to me, or if somebody answers an ad that isn't really the job that they're applying for, that's how statistically the kidnapping happens. But it's like, why don't people want to talk about that? It's like they want to talk about ending sex trafficking, but they don't want to talk about what sex trafficking actually is. So that part, it kind of, it sucks because it's like, I feel like, okay, I can make a video about my story. I've done it. I had over 2,000 videos on my one account on TikTok sharing my story. And most of them didn't get close to 10,000 views, which I didn't care. The people that mattered got those videos and it reached the people that it was supposed to reach. And I've always had that perspective. But it's like, why is it the lies get so much more views and so much more attention than the truth? And I want you to think about that for a second. Who benefits from that? Do the victims benefit? Do the people fighting to end sex trafficking benefit? Or do the traffickers? So I've talked about grooming and I've talked about how because of social media and TikTok with so much video chatting now and all of that, that they're actually having to like condition and teach the kids that are in their control already or the the victims that they have, they're using them to groom people online. So that way they can easily trick them into going and willingly go on their own kidnapping like I did. Um, I was older, so it worked what the guy did to me. But it's like, has anyone ever sat down and thought these videos, these crazy videos where people confirm every conspiracy theory? I mean, I know of one woman on Instagram where she claims that she is a survivor of every single conspiracy theory out there. And she's a victim. I mean, I watch her videos. She's a victim. And she's been groomed and gaslighted so much into believing the stories that she's saying. And she's not lying. She honestly believes what she's saying. I firmly believe that. But the people that told her she went through it are lying to her. And they're the bad guys. They're the traffickers. And it's like... I go into her lives and I see like if anyone questions what she says, like everybody attacks her. And I mean, there's like three, four hundred people in these lives. And it's just like, whoa, it's like a cult like mentality. And I just I want to sit there and be like, you know what? Y'all sit here and love her mom and grandmother, but they're the bad guys that you claim you want in jail and you just don't even see it because that's just how good at grooming these people are. I mean, that's how good at manipulating people's minds. But it's like, if you sit here and you see something and you see a video and see people talking about things and it's like, take a step back and think about it. Like, 
Does this make sense? And if you can find even one thing about it that's like, okay, so they said they called the cops and the cops said to go to a more populated area, but they're at Target. How much more populated of a place can you find? Okay, it doesn't make sense. So what? What? how does this video, who does it benefit then? Because it doesn't make sense. If one thing doesn't make sense, a lot of things don't make sense. You can kind of start to see like, okay, so she didn't leave the parking lot. She still has her mask on. And damn, she's got a lot of views. Who's a benefit? It's not benefiting victims. So it's like, that's kind of what you can do when it comes to conspiracy theories. Like I actually had someone and... At the time that I talked to her, I still had my big account on TikTok. It was like over 35,000 followers. And I was telling her, you know, about my TikTok account and everything in the interview because I was going to be a guest on her podcast. And she's like, how have you not been taken down? And the thing is, is I don't use the buzzwords. They have buzz like, okay. I'm going to try to explain it. Like there's buzzwords that will get you taken down because there is a conspiracy theory by a certain letter that they purposely put out things. So that way social media could put flags on buzzwords and have videos taken down for it. And people sit here and say, well, I'm being censored because I'm telling the truth. And it's like, no, jackass, you're being censored because you got your information from a conspiracy theory that has been deemed domestic terrorism for a reason, and you're not telling the truth. And that's why your video gets taken down. I've had videos where I was pretty graphic in them. I mean, did trigger warnings and everything. I wasn't like very, very graphic, but I mean, you've heard my stories and I never got taken down because I didn't use the buzzwords. It's like if somebody sits here and says that 800,000 kids go missing every year in the United States, that is a buzzword to a QAnon conspiracy theory because it's closer to like, I think the last time I looked it up, it was closer to like 300,000. But see, it's like if you say the 800,000 go missing, those are buzzwords that they can put in. So if somebody reports your video, then it automatically flags it and it gets taken down. And eventually you get flagged and your IP address is flagged. And I mean, you're getting taken down left and right. But the thing is, is like, who do you think puts out those buzzwords? It's the traffickers because... Let me tell you, I've seen people on TikTok talk about being shadow banned because they tell the quote unquote truth. And then it's like, I look at their videos and they have like 50,000 views. Like, come on, that's not shadow banned, dude. I just posted five videos and I have zero views on all of them. And I posted them an hour ago. I mean, you want to talk about shadow banned, that's shadow banned. Most of my videos get between 100 and 200, sometimes 300 views. I have over a thousand followers, so my followers aren't even seeing my videos. So it's like, it's just, it's this cycle of toxicity that is social media these days. And it's like people, they don't do their research, but they say they do their research. And it's like, 
They talk about, well, you can't go to Google. You got to go to DuckDuckGo because Google tracks you. But yet they're on DuckDuckGo on their Android using Google Chrome. It's like, really? Still being tracked. Like, I didn't even get a smartphone until I think it was like 2013 because it's like there are little mini government tracking devices. That's not a conspiracy theory. I mean, you can look it up anywhere. I mean, um... What were me and my husband talking about? God, I can't even remember what we were talking about. And all of a sudden, I got so many ads. Because you give permission for this stupid thing that I have in my hand right now to access your microphone. It's not just when you're using the app. It doesn't say that. It asks for permission to use your mic. It listens to you. And it's like anyone, if you don't want to believe me, you don't have to. But (laughs) let's sit here. And let's pick a thing. So talk about um, cat food. Talk about cat food. Say I need to get cat food. Talk about it for a few hours every once in a while. And then open up Facebook and see how many cat food um, ads you get. Oh, I remember what it was. My husband's surgery. (laughs) Do you know how many ads I'm getting for local eye surgeons since... All the nonsense that went on, because think about it. You give this little phone here permission to use your mic and to listen. They listen to your phone calls, too, and they listen for buzzwords, so that way they can put out ads. I mean, if I, like, let me see if I can open it up. Like, it's, like, halfway embarrassing a little bit, but I have on... My Amazon, when I go here to my list, and I have a my Alexa shopping list. And it's funny because it's like, I mean, I'm surprised my Alexa. She listens to everything. So I have wine as on my list, brown juice, which that's what my son calls chocolate milk. Um, he has autism, and when he was learning beverages I guess when he was like two three years old he was drinking orange juice a lot so um he didn't like milk so I said well it's just brown juice so um I have chocolate chip cookies I have brownies he just had his birthday so we had brownies but it's like I mean like literally everything that's in my cabinets right now is on this list and I don't even make it this is just the list That comes from what Alexa listens to because I give her permission to listen. I mean, I got Q-tips, cottage cheese, oranges, coffee creamer, pickles, which is funny because I asked if we had pickle juice and my husband could make me fry sauce last night because I was out and all the stores were closed. That just got added. Syrup, soy sauce, brown sugar, which we used to make this like amazing chicken. Um, But it's like... All these things on this list are things that I talk to my husband about and I say within 10 feet of my Alexa and yeah, everybody knows why wine is on there and that one actually (laughs) says that it came from my Alexa because you can like name them if anybody has them. So it's like they're listening, they put buzzwords out, they make sure that, you know, They can access people and give them false information. So then when you make a report on social media, it first goes 
to like an AI type of thing. And they look for buzzwords that are already programmed into an algorithm. And if they hear those buzzwords, then they automatically take the video down. You can fight it and sometimes get your video put back up. Sometimes you won't. But it's like, okay, so my last Facebook um, ban, I described a scene from the show You on Netflix and it was said in a way that I guess flipped a switch or something and they thought I was threatening someone. I wasn't. I was making a joke about the show and I got 30 days for it. Literally got 30 days for describing a scene. I appealed it and said, you know, it was taken out of context and, you know, they didn't care. I spent my 30 days in jail and I feel like I'm going to be in jail again because I used a naughty word. You know, it's just, that's how it works. But you have to sit down and think like, are you really, are these people really getting taken down and being quote unquote censored because they're telling the truth? Or is it because they're not telling the truth? They're telling the truth that the sex traffickers want out there. And it's kind of part of the grand scheme of things because when your videos are taken down, people believe that you're being silenced because the powers that be want you silenced because you're speaking the truth. It gives your false narrative a lot more ammo and a lot more attraction because you can sit here and say, well, I'm censored because I'm speaking the truth. So people will sit here and they'll follow you and they'll set up alerts for you so that way they can catch your videos before they're taken down. And what happens? The ones that aren't being taken down, that are telling the truth, that aren't the buzzwords that are coming from conspiracy theories, they don't get the views. They don't get as far and reach as many people. And again, who does that benefit? It definitely doesn't benefit the victims. It benefits the sex traffickers. So I know I've kind of babbled on a little bit. Like, to be honest, it took like a half hour just to get this going. So I've been at it for like an hour and I did not get a whole lot of sleep last night. It sucks because it's like prior to the verdict with the trial or with the trial, I was getting woken up to nightmares, but now I'm not sleeping. So bleh. That's just how I feel. I'm like, oh, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to be positive. And it's like this wonderful thing happened for people fighting against sex trafficking. And of course, everybody is exploiting it. And the exploited are getting exploited. I've like, I, I can't remember if I said it in this episode or one of the ones I deleted before I got really going, but it's like, I'm seeing people that have never talked about sex trafficking a day in their life until the Ghislaine Maxwell trial started talking and cheering and saying how proud they are as survivors and this, that, and the next. And it's just like, really, dude? Like, when I was being bullied on the app that you're making your little videos on, you didn't even help me. In fact, you were sent my video and asked to help me by one of my friends, and you told them that's not the content that you really do on your page, but now you want to talk about sex trafficking? And it's like, I see people that I used to think were friends, 
And I'm just like, now you want to talk about it? Like, (laughs) where were you for the past year and a half while I'm sitting here sharing my story and getting attacked left and right and lost by accounts because of cyberbullying? I mean, do you listen to my podcasts? That's why it's like I can sit here and talk about the podcast that I watched and she's never going to hear this episode. Those two women that were sitting there talking are never going to hear my thoughts on the craziness of the stuff that they said. And even the one woman that is like the go-to about sex trafficking and blah, 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 whatever, she gives out so much false information and it's like, I block her because she just annoys me so much because I've tried to correct her and she don't want to be corrected. And that's like the biggest thing that like annoys me the most is like, I get that there's going to be misinformation and I get people are going to believe things that aren't the truth. But it's like if survivors are sitting here and telling you, hey, listen, you're a little bit misinformed. Let me tell you dot, dot, dot or whatever. They don't want to hear it and they fight you. Like I literally had someone. Oh, God, what was it about? They were talking about something about sex trafficking. And I'm like, that's not sex trafficking. And then they showed like a scene or something from the video that and she's like, it says sex trafficking. I'm like, okay, but you're not understanding that they're calling it sex trafficking, but that doesn't mean that's what it is. So it's been a rough couple of years, but I've grown and I'm getting thicker skin than I've already had before, which I didn't think I could get any thicker. But, you know, I've got my friends. I've got my good friends. I mean, one that really gave me good advice last night in a very inappropriate hour. And I have another friend that's going to come on and do an episode with me tomorrow night. And another friend that's so awesome. She's so passionate and I love her so much for it. She's going to do an episode with me to talk about how close it was to her. And, you know, I've got my amazing friends. You know, one of my recently, one of my friends was actually, she was bullied on the app too, on TikTok. And I mean, we got, we didn't really exactly get into a fight. I was just a bitch and um, hung up. And we didn't really talk after that. We didn't have an outing and we didn't even like stop being friends. Like it was just, I lost my TikTok accounts and I changed my number about seven times, not all of them on purpose. But, you know, once I saw a video about her pop across my FYP, oh, I was pissed. I was so mad and I texted her. I'm like, you need to call me now. And we've been talking every day since. And she's awesome. She's such a great support. I love her to death. And it's like my heart breaks for her because... She's hurting because of this toxicity that I keep talking about that's on social media. And it's like grown adults are being bullied to the point where they're taking their lives or going into deep depression or having to be hospitalized in psychiatric units because they make attempts on their life or they're self-harming. And it's just like, I don't know how many people sit back and think like, what about the children on these apps? Because it's like when the adults are fighting, the 
the sex traffickers, the predators, they get to play. I've talked about it a lot. And I just, I wish it would get through to people. And it was like, I was so hopeful when the verdict came in, you know, that people were going to finally start to see what the truth was. A lot of the testimony came out. You could hear some of the details that they talked about, but it's still not getting through to people. And it pisses me off. Like if I hear from one more person that Donald Trump did not go to the island, I'm going to lose my damn mind. Sex trafficking did not just happen on Little St. James. It did not just happen on the Lolita Express. Sex trafficking happens everywhere. Everywhere, literally everywhere it could be happening. It could be happening in my apartment building right now. I don't think so because... I screen my neighbors. Um, I know them and get to know them. But I mean, it could be happening in the building next to me. There's a bar across the street it could be happening at. I mean, literally, it could be anywhere. And that message isn't getting through to people. All the noise that the sex traffickers want them making is getting through to people. And it's a damn shame. It really is. So I want to wish everyone a happy New Year's Eve and... I probably won't get on here until next year, but uh, 2021 was a year of growth for me, and I continue to keep, or I plan on to continue to keep growing next year. So I'm going to make some changes again. I'm going to start interviewing some guests because I've talked about it before. Like I just want to kind of show different people that are in my life and different like viewpoints So that way, when I sit here and say like sex trafficking is at your front door, you know, these interviews with these people will kind of help make that more, I guess, like easier to put your mind around, like seeing people that are in my own life and hearing from them. Um, I'm also, I didn't want to say what my little project was, but I'm working on writing a book. Um, It's not exactly a memoir. It's actually, it's nothing like a memoir. Um, but it's, it's going to be good and I like it. And I'm about halfway through as much as I want to write. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm halfway through what I'm going to write because like legit, I couldn't sleep one night a couple of months ago and I got up and just started typing. And then I looked down, I had 25,000 words typed. So, My hands were killing me, Um, but I'm working on that. So I know a lot of people have been telling me to write a book, so it might not be the one that you want, but it is the one that I feel the world needs to hear. And it's, I'm not going to talk about it because, you know, my most loyal listeners still like to steal stuff from me. And, you know, speaking of them, I just have a question for y'all. I mean, y'all are all sex trafficking survivors, right? How come you haven't made any videos about Chloe Maxwell? How come you haven't talked about the trial, the verdict, her being arrested? Nothing. I mean, just curious because every other survivor I know, they're talking about it. So I'm not saying you're not survivors. I'm just curious. But anyways, I hope everyone is safe tonight. Do not drink and drive. It is not worth it. You could potentially kill yourself or somebody else. Just take a damn cab. Um, I'd say, like, give me a call because my party is going to be with an eight-year-old 
watching like the Matrix new movie that's out, but none of y'all live near me, and I'm not telling anybody where I live, but um, I call a cab, call AAA, tow your truck home, do it or car home, do whatever you got to do, be safe, because you only get one chance at this life, and you don't want to lose it before that ball drops. Um, if you're in New York, have fun, dude. I've been there before. Oh, God, I miss New Year's Eve in New York. That is an experience that I highly recommend to everyone. But stay safe. Thanks for tuning in. And I will talk with y'all next year. Have a happy new year. And let's just let's just celebrate the fact that we're winning. There is a lot of people that are getting arrested for sex trafficking. Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein, yeah, they weren't the only ones. They were just the ones that were dumb enough to take pictures with famous people and get more visibility than people like my parents. But the it's happening, guys. So let's just keep fighting, stay on track, stay on message, and I will talk with y'all next year. It's so crazy to say that. I still feel like it's 2019, but... Have a good night, guys. Thanks for tuning in.